0: Charlotte sports live.
1: tonight on charlotte sports live the hornets new ownership group officially introduced today we give our wish list for the new bus city bosses tonight on csl and with that we welcome you inside charlotte sports live on this wonderful thursday night Gabe mcdonald here with joe morano joe what's cooking tonight my man excited to
2: hear what these new owners have yeah. to say right now a lot of big news happening around uh, for Hornets fans everywhere, and we got to look ahead to tomorrow's continuation of training camp in Spartanburg. Panthers had the day off today, but we'll still go one-on-one with linebacker yeah. Frankie Louvu and Charlotte FC in survive and advance mode in League Cup action tonight. But Gabe, we got to start with this news over in Buzz City.
1: Yeah, actually, Michael Jordan is officially out as Hornets majority owner. There's a new sheriff in town, or should we say, sheriffs, a group led by Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnall are now in control of the franchise here in the Queen City. Jordan's deal to sell his stake, valued at $3 billion, was finalized today. Plotkin and Schnall will serve as co chairman of Hornet Sports and Entertainment. They met with the media earlier this afternoon and are already settling, setting their sights on turning things around here in Charlotte.
3: You know, I think the Hornets will be really competitive next year. I think they've put in place um, the opportunity to be really, really competitive as you look out three, four, five years. And so I think it's up to us to to help kind of guide that direction.
4: I think uh, having watched it closely for eight years, local ownership is really meaningful. Being in the community is really meaningful. So I intend to be in Charlotte
1: will say on as a minority owner of the team. And in the statement today, MJ thanked the fans, the city of Charlotte and the league for helping make a lifelong dream come true. But owners before Plotkin and all, they were not so successful. The team's first owner, George Shin, had a record of 542 and 574 until the team moved to New Orleans. And came Robert Johnson, who had a record of 188 and 304 with the Bobcats. And then Michael Jordan, he posted a record of 423 and 600 as the owner of the Hornets. But there was new blood in that owner's chair. Now we have a wish list. For the new guys, think of it as Christmas in August, if you want. What we want from them to focus on short-term and long-term. So, Joe, what you got on your list
2: today? Yeah, just three things here. First, let's invest in some more player development here. Spend a little bit. Charlotte has the lowest payroll in the league, and it's by far. It's by almost $10 or so. And I'm just talking about improving training facilities, investing in your coaches a little bit more. I think that could prove pretty crucial and maybe yield some results also enhance the game day experience the spectrum center should be more than just a place you go to watch basketball for a couple hours you know have some more promotions wider promotions cater to kids a little bit there and maybe also some new branding maybe this goes with maybe just the new logo I think Mm -hmm. I'm ready for a new one I kind of like the idea that doing what the Hawks and Sixers did they reintroduced a few years ago their old look with some new tweaks to it I'M NOT A GRAPHIC DESIGNER I'M JUST AN (laughs) IDEAS MAN ALL RIGHT BUT I THINK THERE'S A WAY TO DO THAT AND THEN YOU HAVE THAT NOSTALGIA GOING AROUND AND THEY'LL START OFF WITH THAT WITH THE 35TH ANNIVERSARY CELEBRATIONS HERE SO maybe a good jump start. Yeah, for I think the, the
1: old logo, I think that's something we all want to see back And For me, I think we're on the same page. I want to see them enhance the game day experience as well. I mean, it there should be a lot more going on. There should be more giveaways. Obviously, like you said, more for the kids, like we see at some other events here in town. I think that's big, especially if you want to continue to grow your fan base because the youth, that's the future. And also exactly. investing more during free agency. Mitch Kupchak always says, oh, we're not big game hunters. Well. You got to pay to play in the NBA, so I think you got to be able to spend more money because they always talk about, oh, Charlotte's not the best market for free agents. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you can make it that if you're able to invest that money. You think Lamelo will help with that a little bit? I believe believe so. I think having him here long term and also my last one, I want to see all of our pro franchises here really come together. I think in other cities you see all the teams, whether it's NBA, NFL, MLB, they always Mm -hmm. come together and do something. So I'd like to see, you know, the Hornets, Panthers, obviously Charlotte FC, some more collective efforts to get out in the community because they all do it alone. But I think to have all the franchises come together would be big if they were able to do that too.
2: Yeah, and, and we see that a little bit now, and I just think, yeah, you're right. Sports unifies cities yeah. more than anyone knows. You see, when any team wins a title, the parade that happens exactly. around that, the city stops for it. I think, uh, yeah, let's have everyone work together yeah. in this. I think it'd be uh, a lot of fun, and I'm just
1: it's looking interesting on to the new to branding new too. What What would you say is possibly like the biggest thing you'd want to see there with that,
2: I, I, I think you got to embrace that uh, embrace that old look that that yeah. old look that brings back some of those pinstripes a little and bit. And Maybe the double pinstripes <laughs> are a great look too. Again, with the thirty-fifth anniversary of yeah. this uh, of this organization coming up this season, I think we're going to get a little taste of that for sure. We've given up on trying to do new yeah. jerseys, right? <laughs> every team has five new jerseys every year, exactly. so we'll do your thing there, Nike. We'll make that work. All right, the Panthers had the day off in Charlotte today after wrapping up FanFest last night at Bank of America Stadium practice returns to Spartanburg tomorrow morning. Less than a week, though, until Aaron Rodgers and the Jets come down for joint practice sessions. And then, of course, Carolina's first preseason game. Now, while Bryce Young is unquestionably the future of the franchise, there is some concern about his progress in the here and now after throwing yet another interception in practice this time at FanFest last night. But our own Mike Lisette explains this evening why you shouldn't stress about it.
0: All by myself here at Wofford. Panthers didn't practice today, and that's probably a good thing considering just how wet it was. Hopefully, things clear up a little bit tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll get another chance to watch Bryce Young in action. You know, I know we've been talking about him since the start of camp. We've been analyzing his every move, and yes, we have talked a lot about the fact that he's been throwing a lot of interceptions. Five straight days of interceptions, as a matter of fact, including at Fan Fest last night. But let's be real here. He's a rookie, and he's doing a lot of things at this point a rookie is not supposed to be able to do. Count Bradley Bozeman is someone who is
1: very impressed. Steps in the huddle everybody shuts up and looks so um, that, that tells you a lot you know there's a lot of huddles I've been in where people are still talking the side conversation about the play that happened before. whenever he steps in it's silent he understands it. he gets it. he understands ball um, he knows what he wants to do he knows how he wants to do it and you know it's like gotcha let's go do it let's make it work so um, and if, and but he's also you know, he's not he's not the cocky guy that's like it's my way it's and you know, we talk through things we get through things and figure it all out
0: so Young getting the seal of approval from Bozeman. He already had it from his head coach in Frank Reich, who talked about his development a little bit last night after FanFest. Did go into some of those mistakes. Reich basically admitted, you know what, I'm putting him in some tough positions. I want to see how he responds. I want him to be ready for that first game of the season. Well, we are ready for the Panthers to return to practice tomorrow. They do it at 10:15. You better believe Charlotte Sports Live and Queen City News. We'll be all over it. For now, though, reporting from Spartanburg, I'm Mike
1: Lissette, Charlotte Sports Live. Appreciate it, Mike. Well, Frankie Luva was hoping to maybe get a pick or two off Young at training camp, and it's nothing personal. All these guys are competitors, even against each other. Our Grace Grill caught up with one of the up-and-coming leaders in Carolina's linebacker room.
5: All right, well, we're here at training camp with Frankie Louvo. And first off, congratulations are in order. American citizen this American last season. Citizen. How good does that feel?
6: Man, it's a blessing. Uh, it's been something I've been wanting to do for my parents, uh, sponsoring them and getting that citizenship, man. It was it was a wait, you know, it was a process of, uh, of getting it, but we all done now and you're happy to be a citizen. Was it hard? I mean, it was the first time I failed <laughs> twice. I failed once, actually.
5: You're not supposed to tell people.
6: I mean, for those who are not citizens, you know, Y'all can go through it, but um, the process was like studying for 100 questions. They choose 10 out of the 100 questions um, on the test. It's an oral test, and, uh, yeah, didn't study the first time. Uh, Should I have studied? Failed, came back the second time and passed it, so it was a blessing.
5: Perseverance. There's a story in that that relates to football, but Mm -hmm. let's get back to football. You had an incredible season, kind of a breakout year for you. Just how confident are you building off that
6: year? I'm very confident. You know, It's a different year for me just my process of taking one day at a time, stacking bricks by brick, you know. Um, nothing has changed from my plan of um, approaching this uh, this year. I know his new coaching staff and everything, they're finding ways, and I love the way, you know, everything has been going, and um, like I said, I'm just, new year, new beginnings, new opportunities, open doors for me, just trying to, you know, probably perform more and produce more than what I did last year. Well, we're
5: starting to get into the meat here at camp. Do you expect your role to change in this new defense?
6: Um, I can't say it right now, but y'all gonna see it. You know, uh, we got something special and, uh, and uh, shout out to, you know, my guys and, and all the players and coaches, man, just be fine now.
5: Well, let me ask you this then, with the group that you have on defense, Correct. do you like the new scheme and how it's going to work with your talent?
6: Oh, yeah, I love it. I love everything about it. Um, just how they're using us, moving us around, me and Shaq in the middle, disguising, um, you know, showing Shaq, showing me um, and just, You know, playing that mind games with the offense and knowing um, their strengths and weaknesses and, and, you know, ways we can expose them.
5: Well, you've been here a little bit here at camp down in Carolina. What's your biggest takeaway just from the overall atmosphere this season than than past seasons?
6: Oh, man, it's been, I mean, other than the weather, it's been, you know, probably way harder than last year. Um, But other than that, man, it's just a lot of love, a lot of excitement from the guys. Very competitive on both sides of the ball, man. We got something special going on. So as far as the fans and everybody showing up every day, I don't know, because it's probably because of Bryce. Um, they got all the nine jerseys I've seen, so other than that, it's been love.
5: Well, you already saw, you pointed out, they got somebody with your jersey. They
6: got my jersey right there at the end, so I'm happy for that. Um, I mean, I'm happy to see my jersey out, yeah, because last year my family was trying to get it, but they didn't have it, so it's it's good to see it, though. They know, they'll
5: know. They'll
6: know for Pretty sure. sure. Yeah. Well,
5: explain to everybody, you know, that can't make it out here, or just in particular, they don't really know. I mean, yes, you're in pads, but you guys still got to hold up on these guys. How hard is that for you when you just want to hit?
6: Um, yes, definitely, we want to let it go and just start hitting. But also, like, you know, it's our teammates, it's our guys. You got to be smart. You know, um, the young guys, of course, they're gonna do some little mistakes here and there on live. Uh, Hitting, but um, as far as taking care of each other, man, we need everybody by the end of the season. So um, just, just trying to, you know, when it's time to be live, it's time to be live. And uh, there's no techniques and fundamentals, we can't take that away. Well, you got
5: your former team coming in here, the Jets. How important are those practices to not go up against your own guys?
6: Oh Man, that week is going to be good work. I feel like that whole week is game day for me. Um, you know, every practice is a game day for me, but that week specifically, you know, I really take it to heart, man, you know, I used to play with the Jets, um, you know, love everything about him, but that week, you know, I might get a little bit, you know, I might do something here, I might, you know, you'll see. But um, other than that, man, I'm just looking for good, good work, you know, as for us to see another team going against another team and seeing where we at as a defense, as a team um, will show a lot and uh, help us, you know, for a long run.
2: Thank you, Grace. Check out Charlotte FC tonight, playing in its first knockout match of the league's cup, taking on Cruz Azul out of Mexico. This match happening in Frisco, Texas. We're going to skip ahead 90 minutes, though, all the way to PKs after a scoreless draw. And there's Christian Kalina doing some work in the net, diving left, coming up with a big save. Later, we're tied up at two apiece, when Kerwin Vargas is able to find the corner and put it through. But after five kicks, we're tied again. So it goes to sudden death. Charlotte FC hits their kick from Andrew Privet and then it's Kalina. It all comes down to him and he stops it dead red. That's off the foot of Kevin Castano and that propels Charlotte FC to a 4-3 win in penalties right there. So Charlotte FC advances in the league's cup game. They'll face the Houston Dynamo Mm -hmm. coming up on Monday. That's
1: what you want to see because even though, you know, obviously it's been rough in MLS, we had obviously the stretch where they had all the draws and it's like, are these guys going to win? Like, at least it's not a loss, but you still want to see them get a win. At least it's not MLS play. But you want to see them doing well. They're giving fans just something to cheer about. And Christian Kalina (laughs) has been pretty solid all year, so it's good to see him keep his strong performance going. But hopefully what they're doing now can carry over when they return to MLS play. Of course, that first MLS match is going to be against Inter Miami. And we all know who's playing down there. Oh, gee, I think I've heard of a
2: guy that might be involved in that one.
1: That wears a number 10. So we'll see about that match. But at least for now, we got something to cheer about. But this is also something to cheer about. Football is back. With the Hall of Fame game tonight and college football is ramping up as well. And down in South Carolina, you know they're getting all aboard the Shane train. Woo-hoo! It's Coach Beamer. The Gamecocks get ready for fall camp.
2: And it's not just Columbia that's ready for a college ball. The boys in Boone also ready to get to work. College previews in the Carolinas when Charlotte Sports Live returns. Charlotte 49ers kick off preseason practice tomorrow morning ahead of their inaugural season in the American Conference. The Niners have brought in new head coach Bipoji after the program went 3-9 last year. Charlotte opens the season Labor Day weekend against South Carolina State. And come tomorrow, all of our college programs in the Carolinas will be on the practice field opening up camp, Gabe.
1: Yeah, one of those programs down I-77 in Columbia, the South Carolina Gamecocks entering the fall with even greater expectations after an eight and five campaign in year two under head coach Shane Beamer. And despite a tough loss in Notre Dame in their bowl game last year, the Gamecocks picked up monumental top 10 wins against Tennessee and rival Clemson to cap off the regular season. Of course, Spencer Rattler is back to lead the way on offense after throwing for just over 3000 yards last fall. The defense, however, could use a little fine tuning, especially when it comes to defending the run. Well, that's what camp is for. And compared to years past, Freshmen will play pivotal roles all across the board for this year's team.
2: We're gonna have to rely on more freshmen earlier than any time that I can remember. And that's an exciting thing. These guys are really talented, but whereas before you may say, well, this guy may figure in a little bit on special teams and maybe by game four or five, he's contributing a little bit more on defense. Um, this year, more than any other that I can remember. That
1: cuts back. Blackhawks open the season right here in Charlotte at the bank on September 2nd against the North Carolina Tar Heels. Up in Boone, App State head coach Sean Clark is getting set for his third season on the
2: sidelines. He has a wide open quarterback competition after the departure of Chase Bryce that he needs to figure out. But the Mountaineers also need to get back to a more familiar record, which means more wins. Last year, App went 6-6 and that was the program's lowest win total since 2014.
1: You're going to make mistakes throughout a season, but again, we're not going to look back on last year. It's a new team. It's a new year, and uh, we'll address it tonight in our, our first team meeting tonight. But you know, I think our players uh, have taken ownership. Coaches have taken ownership in this. Uh, this is not a rebuild. It's not a reload. Uh, we're, we're going to reset this thing. And to get it back where it belongs, it will always be.
2: App State is projected to finish second in the Sunbelt
1: East Division behind James Madison. And Justin Thomas has played some of his best golf up in the borough and have to do it once again this weekend if he has any hopes of making the FedEx Cup cut. That's coming up next on Charlotte Sports Live.
0: Once you make it to finals, you feel like you're already in.
5: It is really hard to make this team on your first try. It just is because they're so talented. When you get that email and your name's not on the list. I think it kind of added a layer not making it. I respect the fact that I haven't done it. There are people that are on their fourth or fifth audition.
1: To not give up and to come back shows that you wanted, it shows that you are determined.
5: The timing has to be right for them, right? It has to be the right team for them to be on. Now I have that chip on my shoulder, kind of in the best way of I've unfinished business. I got to go back and
1: I got to get my place.
0: How could I not want to be a part of this? How bad do you want it?
1: That didn't get you. I I don't know what will. And if you missed our first installment of Top Cat's Unfinished Business on Tuesday night, don't worry. We have you covered. Scan the QR code on your screen right now, and it will take you directly to our Top Cat's landing page at QCNews.com. You can watch the program, plus get other extras, including the show, from the 2022 season.
2: The PGA Tour visits Greensboro this weekend for the Wyndham Championship, and it's the last tournament of this regular season schedule. And yet a handful of big names are still fighting for a playoff berth. As WGHP's Kevin Conley reports tonight, one of the best in the game is among
4: them. Justin Thomas needs the equivalent of a Hail Mary or a walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth inning to reach the FedEx Cup playoffs. He's currently 79th, nine spots below the cut line. There's also a spot on the U.S. Ryder Cup team on the line. Thomas loves that event and no one has to tell him what's at stake in Greensboro this week. That is the reality
3: of golf. Like, it's it's all on you. You're not relying on any teammates to bail you out. It's all on you, and there's just guys that have played better than me this season, whether they're ranked first in the world or 101st in the world, And um, but now I have an opportunity to, to play well this week, get into the playoffs,
4: Thomas won the Junior FootJoy Invitational at the Sedgefield Country Club back in 2009. It earned him a spot in the Wyndham that year. At just 16 years old, he not only played in a professional event, but became the third youngest player to ever make the cut. Great memories.
3: Whoever was working the range not, uh, not believing I was a player and giving me range balls um... I obviously knew I wanted to play professional golf, and I knew I wanted to play on the PGA Tour, but that uh, somehow took my, my want and, and drive and determination even higher after that week. It was just the coolest experience.
4: Golf, like most professional sports, can be a mental grind. Thomas has missed the cut in three of his last four tournaments he's played. Slumps happen, even to the best players, but it's still tough to deal with when it's happening to you.
3: And know that any week, just one shot, one round, one tournament could flip it, and then, you know, a month, nobody's talking about it anymore. So I'm excited. I mean, I feel like I'm going to play well this week.
4: A win would save his season, but he doesn't need a win. Based on projections, if Thomas can finish 18th or better, that should be enough to get him into the playoffs, and he'll see where it goes from there.
2: Kevin Conley reporting this evening. Hey, the Hall of Fame game is tonight in Canton between the Browns and Jets, which means what, everyone? We get football every week from now through mid-February. Congratulations to all who survived the summer and made it. We've got QC crowns coming up on the other side of
4: the break.
1: Well, if you want more Panthers training camp coverage, right? Who doesn't? That's why we got Charlotte Sports Live, the podcast. We catch every episode of the show in podcast form. It gets posted every night and can be found wherever you get your favorite podcast. And we even made it easy for you. Just scan that QR code right there on your screen. and It'll take you to be able to download Charlotte Sports Live, the podcast. And, of course, we got to hand out our QC crowns, Charlotte's top honor bestowed by us, of course. And to is up to Joe. He's going to hand out our solo crown this evening. What you got tonight, my man?
2: And we got to celebrate ESPN 8, the Ocho, the Ocho. once again, everyone. Yes, it's sir. back right now. You first heard about it in that movie Dodgeball 20 years ago, right? Well, there's a marathon on ESPN 2 happening right now celebrating all the obscure sports in the world, but here is where you can factor into this. You can see some of these events live down in Rock Hill. It's at Manchester Meadows. Free to the public tomorrow to go. You can see cornhole,
1: foosball. There's even pillow fighting. Gabe, which pillow one? Fighting's happening. Which one would you want to? Which one would you want to partake in? There's, a, there's the an pillow air, fighting, there's an there's an air
2: guitar one happening at about okay. two in the morning. I would take part in that. Just give for give
1: your best air guitar impression it. right now. I can't. It. I need I need to
2: get in the right <laughs> mindset, buddy. And we don't have time for that right now. <laughs> I might Sorry. have to
1: make the trip down to Rock Hill because <laughs> obviously your boy's off tomorrow. But we are not off because we are back in Spartanburg live tomorrow night. Panthers back on the practice field getting ready for the rest of training camp. For Joe, I'm gay. we'll see you guys tomorrow night.